Hello everyone, my name is Phil and welcome to the Board Gaming Doctor. And in this episode, once again, I'm on the road and am recording. have had actually a lot of time to catch up on some games that I've been wanting to play for a while. And one of them is a game from last year called Village Rails. So this is a 2022 game for two to four players. Weighted at 2.15, designed by Matthew Dunstan and Brett J. Gilbert. Art by Joanna Rosa and published by Osprey Games. Its current ranking is 2,430, and it's rated a 7.3 out of 10. In this game, you have a tableau of 12 spots that you get to play with cards. You have like an 80-card deck that is double-sided, with one side having uh, different objectives that you can achieve as you build out your rails, and on the other side, you have the rails themselves. Uh, they come in all sorts of different configurations, different uh, terrain types, uh, different point styles that you have on the tracks themselves, different ways you can score points there. In addition to the objective point scoring uh, methods based off of what is on the back of the this deck, basically. You have money that you start with and you can spend them to uh, purchase cards that are further up the m river of cards that are available in the market uh, by placing one coin on each card that you pass, very similar to other games where uh, the first one that comes to mind is Pax Premier, second edition, where you um, balance these cards out in such a way that if you have money, you can purchase cards that are more beneficial or and I feel like in this case, they're more beneficial to what you want to accomplish in this particular game. And so you go back and forth amongst the players, either uh, basically placing down one track onto your tableau and or uh, picking up one of these objective cards. And you have ways to gain more money. Throughout the game, with Terminus cards, you play them instead of the objective side up on the outside of your tableau. You gain money per uh, at least three money if you play it down without any icons on that particular line of tracks, but you can gain more if you do. And that's basically the game. It's a very quick game. It's designed, I feel, to be a quick and uh, fun filler game. And I've really been wanting to try this out too, uh, but I do want to, some of the things that I felt like missed for me include the actual tracks. The only two configurations of these tracks are either a, like a, um, a cross or a, like a T-bone where you have tracks that are straight and vertical and horizontal. Uh, or you have the two curves on each end. You can't place these cards vertically themselves. They have to be horizontal. And so there's not much in way of, in the way of like, like in a game of Suro, where you can move around your tile and create all sorts of different connections. There's basically only two types of cards with connections. The only variation are the terrain types and what are what icons are located on the tracks themselves. And so I was a little disappointed because I felt like I, I couldn't really build an interesting line that weaves in and out uh, throughout the board 
based off of this configuration. And this is probably designed so that you, you know, you can still have a lot of choices to be, to make uh, in a quick amount of time. Like if, if you did have all sorts of configurations and, and you couldn't afford to get one of those tracks that are available in the market, then you're out of a turn. And so I, I can see that being the case, but still it, it was disappointing because I, I felt limited in the amount of cards that I could choose. In addition with higher player counts, the availability of some cards that you would most likely want to purchase may be taken from you before it is your turn again. And so I feel like this is a great like two player game, maybe three and maybe four, uh, you know, and then so it, the higher player counts become more reactionary to what is available rather than you strategically planning out which cards may be available to you uh, for a good price and that fit into your strategy. At, at that point, at a higher level uh, player count, it becomes less feasible, in my opinion. I really like and enjoy the variations of different ways to score your tracks on the backs of the cards. It reminds me of Point Salad and the newly uh, created Point City, released the newly released Point City, where each card has a front and the back that is different, uh, thus leading to a easy way to make uh, a game feel varied and different each time with a simple deck of cards. And so I like that design space. I like the theme of this game, but I, I, I did feel a little limited in what I could build. And, and you know, it, it, the, the higher player count with the more reactionary type play makes it so I, I don't have too many choices to make and it, it fails to deliver in a, in a game that I feel like I, I could plan out ahead and create a, an interesting line of tracks that scores really high. I feel like it really does come down to chance. Another game that released last year that I think is a little similar, but not only in a few ways, it would be Beer and Bread. I really enjoyed that game because you have a lot of uh, resource conversion and, you know, more resources than just money. You still use a deck of cards that have a multi-use type of system, but you have a lot more of a chance to develop a tableau, develop, you know, certain player powers or different ways that you can score points in and, uh, you know, have it be fairly quick as well. And so I, from last year in particular, like the, these two games were my, top contenders for a card game that I could play in a quick amount of time. And I think Beer and Bread wins out for me, even though it is an only two-player game. Uh, even though Village Rails can play a higher, I don't think I would want to. And yeah, I would rather play Beer and Bread over this game. Not to say that it wasn't enjoyable, but I, uh, yeah, at this time, I think Beer and Bread wins out. So those are my thoughts on Village Rails, and thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, catching this episode and, and returning again, even despite the, the poor quality for the, these, uh, these episodes, and hope to catch you on the next one. Take care.